Yo, this is Stocks and Bars, the stock market hip-hop podcast, the only place you will find finance mixed with hip-hop, and today is the Cliff Notes episode. Now, last episode, we had Erica Young on the podcast. Me and Erica met in FinCon in 2022 in Orlando. And on that episode, we talked about how the workforce is facing a recession, you know, her life as a financial coach, and she shared some deep tips for marriage finance. I definitely recommend that you check that episode out, both parts of that, right after you check this one out. So you know how we get down with the Cliff Notes episode. We talk a little bit more about a topic that we dig into. And this one, this time is going to be debt. We're going to talk about debt. We're going to specifically talk about the U.S. debt. What the heck does this mean when they say the U.S. debt is at XYZ? What does that mean? A lot of people hear this headline, this tagline all over the place. So right now you're going to actually see that we are record highs of that. U.S. debt is around $33 trillion in counting. So this is the highest it has ever been. And you're going to see this a lot. But what does that mean? We all understand what the word debt means is that you owe somebody. So when you say the U.S. debt, who the heck does the U.S. owe that we are in $33 trillion in debt to who? Okay. Well, our friends at Google, you know how we get down here. We Google everything. And if you're not part of that movement, you are getting rolled over. You got to Google a lot. This is what this tool is for. Use it. So anyway, we are now Googling. What does the U.S. owe? Let's go. Debt owed by the federal government to Treasury security holders. So let's define Treasury securities. Let's make it simple, right? Because that sounds intimidating as it is. Treasury security. As we talked about debt, debt is something that you owe. So a security is going to simply be a loan. Let's understand it as a loan. So on that loan, they are supposed to pay back something. And a lot of this is going to be bonds. Bonds. There are also notes. There are various other instruments that the U.S. government uses. But on those loans, they have to pay back on those loans. So a lot of times what you have is a T-bond. And the T-bond is going to be, once again, a loan. And it is guaranteed out a fixed interest payment. So if you're new to what the word bond means, once again, loan. When you hear the word bond, understand it as a loan what is done in reverse you and i understand a loan as we go to the bank and then we borrow from the bank or they give us a loan and we pay them interest well in the event of the u.s government it's actually the other way around all right a bond is you give the government money and they give you the fixed interest payment back so it's the other way around that is who we owe we owe us (laughs) the u.s owns us as a fact mostly all of this debt is to us 
And of those treasuries, there are a lot of different groups of people who buy these because they are guaranteed and they're backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. So a lot of people buy these things based upon that. A lot of these people are pension funds. Pensions meaning <laughs> your employer who is going to finance you when you retire. All right. As part of that, we have insurance companies, which is a little bit of that. And there's also a lot of foreign and international people who buy this. And then there's individuals like you and I who can also have access to this. So this is who we owe. Most of the debt is going to be going back to that pool of people who have loaned the US money. And they have to make these fixed interest payments. So there's another part of it, which is a smaller part of it, which is foreign governments. And this is where things get misconstrued a lot. A lot of people think that we owe other countries. Yeah, we do. We do have some debt to them. However, majority of the debt is to us. But just to go on the topic of who those foreign governments are, we have Japan and China, Japan leading the, the pack here. They have the most interest in what our debt is. We have China, we have UK, there's Belgium. And then we go ahead and sprinkle in a couple little smaller places, Luxembourg, Switzerland, Cayman Islands. <laughs> we hear a lot about Cayman from other stuff. So all of these countries have an interest in our debts and they're part of it. But of that 33 trillion, they are a smaller part of it. Majority of this debt is to us. So let's wrap this one up here. With that being said, family, we're on a hook on ourselves. When you hear this $33 trillion tag and buzzword go off, realize that most of that debt is intra-governmental, which just means internally in the government. A lot of that is also, also social security. That should raise you a red flag right there. We owe ourselves we owe our future selves so we are borrowing from today in order to finance tomorrow and this is going to continue to grow and the only way we're going to combat that family is let's pull up that drum roll investing for ourselves this is the beauty of the stock market right here you don't have to worry about anybody paying you you can go ahead and control that right now. Your future can be in your hands right now with no need to depend on any intra-governmental <laughs> treasury security, which I'm not bashing those, by the way. You have the power right now to control your own future financially without depending on the government to do so. With that being said, how's the market going? All right, right now we're talking about it and recently it has had some down days, some red days. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the story of anytime you go to the store and it has a red tag sale or whatever it may be for a sale, 50% off, buy one, get one. It's always enticing, isn't it? It's like, ooh, 
all of a sudden you're interested in things that you don't even need or there are things that you actually do need and you can get it at a better price ladies and gentlemen this is what a red day on the stock market is it is time to get in the market if you have been sitting on the sidelines your money is sitting there stagnant this is a good time in order to get involved in the market is my personal opinion here this is how it has continued to roll if you look at the charts buy the dip has worked forever basically since 2010 buy the dip has worked every situation where we've had a dip we have bought it and we have resurged <laughs> and continued to go higher will this be the same case you never know you really don't and that is the scary part about it all but looking at statistics you can look at the past and say each time we have bought the dip we have come back and we retested things and i'm going to fall on those statistics reading the chart is why i do this it helps me sleep at night when it comes to making a trade makes it a lot easier for you to have confidence in what you see i like this situation right now buying the dip is working and will probably continue to work until it does it anymore <laughs> so that's it for that what is my stock pick for right now Ooh, with things going down, things are getting juicy right now. I actually got two for you today. I got two. I like Verizon. This is one that I covered before, almost around the same time. It was actually around November of last year where I said it was a pretty decent buy. The dividend has recently gone up and now it is at an annual yield of around 8%. That right there, very enticing and then I think it's actually making a bottom right now I think Horizon is making a bottom let's mark this date that you heard this this is 927 that I'm recording this September 27 I think that Verizon Verizon is making a bottom I like Verizon the second one I like Walgreens Walgreens is a scary one because it's in that same sector as CVS and you know how the struggles they're having. But I think Walgreens is actually making a bottom as well. But on top of that, we have an annual dividend yield of around 9%. So there you have an eight and a 9% dividend yield stock. The reason why I like dividend stocks in this environment is because if we do end up having stagnant growth in the market, then we're going to at least get some type of money out of the market while we wait and this is going to easily be any savings account that you'll ever have eight and a nine percent yield annually will kill any savings account and that is why i like both of these stocks so thank you for following me thank you for listening to me this week make sure that you check out the prior episode that i did with erica check out erica's podcast make sure you check me out on youtube you know where you can get all of that information is in the show notes if you're not familiar google stocks and hip-hop i'm the only one the only one and the only one you'll ever need <laughs> and with all that being said it's time for the bars yo ross let me bar this beat for a minute fam 
I gotta put a little finance on this one. Uh, yo, blowing money fast like the U.S. debt. Uh, Wealthy with the time is the newest flex. You can get a turn, I wonder who is next. Mission is impossible unless you invest. Proven steps, make your next move your best move and check it like you do in chess. Moving all the doubts and all the no's and turn them to a yes. Have large green flying your way as if I flew in Shrek. Hip hop and finance together, I combine the two to get Stocks and Bars. This is Stocks and Bars. The only place where you'll find a stock market mixed with hip-hop. This is how hip-hop will lead the culture. Make sure you check out every single episode. Peace. Stop. 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 Stop.